Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to the Naughty Benai Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Wednesday, which means our dear friend Donnie Meacham joins us. Hey, Donnie, are you there? Hello, hello, hello. Wednesday. Excited to be here. <laughs> uh, all the fun. And man, these celebrities are acting naughty this week. What is I going on? I know. We on? have a naughty, naughty show. Let's jump right in. What time is it, my friends? It is tea, tea time. time. So at the top of the show, I want to talk about Britney's memoir. So there's lots of stories coming out. We've covered a lot of them on the show but now reviews are coming out I read the book and I want to just tell you a little bit about this book and how I feel it's sort of like a story of survival a real sick sickening tale of fame and fortune so Brittany holds nothing back in the book it's bittersweet but it's also an extremely powerful memoir I didn't expect this Donna I thought she'd have some gossip to tell she talks about drinking and smoking and having sex by the time she was 40 and also too a lot of the press is about Justin Timberlake but that's not what this was about for me this was about survival how she survived really sort of like a witch trial that when she showed signs of being independent or eccentric or maybe creative or angry or even depressed. People misinterpreted that and thought it was mental illness and they used this as an excuse to literally lock Brittany away. She tells a really tragic story in the book about her parents. This is right in the beginning of the book. On the opening page, she writes the following quote. When I was growing up, my mother and father fought constantly. He was an alcoholic and I was usually scared at home. 
She said that she was a people-pleasing child performer who went on to be the main breadwinner in her house at a very, very young age. And when she looks back at what happened to her, including lots of really ugly, ugly stories with her father, the most chilling thing she writes, at least to me, is when her dad turned to her after he put her under the conservatorship and told her, quote, I'm Britney Spears now. Powerful stuff, Donnie. It's just, it's sad. And it's just, we'd always felt like this girl had been through something. Like something Mm. in her life was off. There was a reason she was acting out. And now you're just seeing all of this and you're going, wow. I I get it. I had, we honestly had no idea. I didn't know. What we thought the truth is even worse. And yeah, it's that's much worse. Scary. Yeah, it's really, really scary. Scary. I like that she she talks about Madonna in the book. She's very kind about Madonna, and surprisingly, she's really kind about Mariah Carey. There's a beautiful story about Mariah, and then she talks about how nerdy she was, and that she kept all her receipts in a bowl. So she said, "I knew musicians who did heroin, got into fistfights, and threw TVs out of their hotel rooms. Not only did I not steal anything or hurt anybody or do any hard drugs, she claims that she kept all her receipts because she was doing her own." tax deductions. She was the boss of this organisation. Yet for 13 years, 13 years, her body wasn't her own. She had to give security guards at least two hours notice before she could leave her home. Also too, she adds that she went to Alcoholic Anonymous. She was forced to go four times a week because she was taking energy drinks which were legal. They were not illegal. She was taking energy drinks It's really a sad story, but ultimately a a story of survival. I'm so pleased that she's telling this story. And one of the really profound parts of it, at least to me, is when she talks about how women are routinely mistreated in the music business. Had she been a man? Had she shaved her head and been a man? Had she drank energy drinks and been a man? She would have been rewarded for this behaviour. But Britney was punished. It really does read like a witch hunt, that they were out to get her. And just because she didn't conform to the way they wanted her to behave, they called her crazy. How often do we do that? particularly with women, particularly we've got friends, we've got sisters who are sometimes labelled crazy. No, they're not crazy. They're independent. They're smart. Yeah, because crazy is such an easy word to throw on somebody. Mm -hmm. It's such an easy label to throw and it's a label that will stick. Mm. And it's all we know because it'd be like, oh, she's just, she's crazy. Like, forget about her. She's crazy. She's crazy. And you just let it go. Like, sometimes it can work in their favor because you're like, you've excused bad behavior because you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're crazy. Or other times it sticks with people like Brittany, who's just going, I'm not crazy. I'm just trying to live here. Like, for red, what? I mean, it could have been monster. Who knows? But seriously, like, an energy drink? Like, An energy drink. She just what's she needs energy. You know why she needs energy? Because you're oppressing her and <laughs> right. also you're having her in Vegas seven nights a week. She's paying all your bills. Yes. That's why she's tired, because yes. she's working paying your bills. I'm gonna really oh. think about this. The next time I wanna call somebody crazy, I'm gonna think maybe they're not crazy, maybe they're independent. I love that Britney talks about how eccentric she is. She's odd. She admits it. She's a very unusual person, but that does not mean she's crazy. She said she's creative. Yes, she has depression, and she certainly has a lot of anger too, but none of that makes her crazy. In fact, I would argue if she wasn't angry 
after what she went through, then she'd be crazy. <laughs> she has every right to be angry about what she went through. It does not... This book is not good for Justin Timberlake. It is not good for her father. It's not good for her family. But I would argue... Not good for the paparazzi. But I would argue the real centre of this book is about how we treat women. This is a woman's story. And a man wouldn't have been locked up for 13 years in a conservatorship had they displayed the same behaviour as Britney Spears. She even talks about when she shaved her head. And she said after being told what to do and what, how to look and what to wear for pretty much all her life, she said, no, I want to do my, my way. And that's why she shaved her head. It was rebellious. It wasn't crazy. It was rebellious. Maybe this will change the way you think about Britney Spears. I'm arguing in our poll question of the day that Britney Spears' memoir is really a tale of survival, a sickening tale of fame, of female fame in the pop industry. Our question is, will this book, do you think this book will change the way you think about Britney Spears? Yes or no? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page Naughty Gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey Donnie Love, what are you working on? Real quick uh, to Britney, it's interesting that all these stories that have leaked, there hasn't been one about Kevin Federline which we all thought was the bad person. So it makes me think that uh, hmm. he's painted in a really good light. And maybe he is a good guy. So very interested to find out about Kevin in the book. Anywho, so Tori Spelling, now uh, she's renting an $18,000 a month LA home as her what? estranged husband, Dean McDermott, visits the welfare office. So oh. we all know there's something strange going on with this whole split well they have broken up and Tori Spelling was living in a motel for a while and then she was you know couldn't find a home but now she's yes. living in an $18,000 a month home which is wild it's in Woodland Hills which is a Ooh. beautiful area of um. Los Angeles 3300 square foot this is the thing so actually Dean McDermott was spotted down at the office you know trying to get some financial assistance but yes. he's not working so I do understand that but we all forget here you know Tori Spelling you know is the daughter of the late Aaron Spelling billionaire billionaires yeah i think tory we know tory likes publicity we know tory likes the attention here there was lots of rumors that she had leaked the photographs of her in an rv in a mobile home let's be honest the paparazzi are hanging outside nobu to get pictures of reese witherspoon and angelina jolie they are not in the rv park because you don't normally see celebrities there so somebody must have tipped them off a lot of people think it was tory maybe her mum is helping her i like candy spelling um candy has always said that she she loves her daughter. There was a lot of issues with money, though, because when the father died, he left all the money to the mum, not the kids. But I think that's quite normal. When my mum and dad die, God forbid, they will leave their money to one another. They won't leave it to the kids. Did Tori think she'd get all the money and a mum wouldn't? No. It goes to the mum. And then when the mum passes, they the mum will leave it to, to the children, I think. Who knows? That relationship can be a little bit tricky here. Tori, I hope this is not another PR stunt. I, I hope it's not. And let's remember, too, she she did, as well as having a very famous dad, 
dad, she made a lot of TV shows. Her dad shows. Her dad hired her to be in, is it 90210 or what? Melrose yeah. Place? 90210. And you know she got paid a good salary because she's the daughter of the boss. If anybody got a good salary, it's Tory because the dad was in charge. So where did all that money go? Tory, I just hope this isn't another silly PR stunt because it almost is making fun of us. We felt such sympathy, such empathy when we thought, Tory was broke and she has five kids and living in an RV and oh it was heartbreaking and now she's jumped from that to an 18,000 a month home how she didn't get a job did she win the lottery is I'm on paying yeah it is it is a strange look it's only because this is I like Tori Spelling I think she's she seems like a really nice person but it comes across the entire world of Tori Spelling is thirsty and it becomes a point of like, ooh, what are you doing? Were you actually living in an RV? Were you actually living in a motel with these kids? That's right. Because yeah. that's sad. I look at the and I go, you don't need what five, six kids. They don't need to be living in an RV. Mm-hmm. They need a home. They need a they stable need a home. home. Yeah. And yeah. now all and we, of a sudden, eighteen thousand yeah. dollars a month fell from the sky. Yeah, it feels like she tricked us, like fooled us here and did something really cruel because there's nothing funny about being broke. There's nothing funny about being homeless. There's nothing funny about really worrying where you're going to sleep each night. That's a reality for a lot of people. So if this was a PR trick for that that Tory did, not funny. Not Not, funny at all. No, not not clever, not smart. In fact, really awful. Okay, moving along. Rhys is acknowledging that her son Deacon is no longer a boy. So she posted a photograph of her son. He is now 20 years old. She wrote the following quote. Huge birthday wishes to my boy, Deacon Philippi. Actually, not a boy. He's 20-year-old man today. He just did some very saucy photographs, too. He was on the cover of a magazine, Naked. In just a big fur coat, he's growing up and now his father, Ryan Philippi, <gasps> delicious. He certainly looks like his daddy has the body of his dad and also the charm of his mom. I hope he's a nice guy. I don't ever hear any drama about him. I don't hear of him getting thrown out of nightclubs, using his parents' privilege and wealth to get him into events. I hope he's a, a good guy and it must be tricky, Donnie, for any parent to acknowledge that their little baby is now a grown man. Yeah, I mean, it's just wild to think that he's 20 years old. And But you're right. You never hear anything bad about Deacon or never. daughter Ava. So Reese Witherspoon's kids just seem to be these lovely human beings. And it also got to be hard for Deacon more because Ryan Felipe, you know, he's mm. had some negative press in yes. the past for, uh, you know, alleged you know, assault and abuse against women. And so I Mm -hmm. think it's got to be hard for him to read this stuff and be like, but that's my dad. And like, how, how do I separate myself? But also that's my dad. Yeah, that's my dad. And also his mom is Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon, legally blonde. It's his mom. Yes. I love this. Okay. Let's keep going. This story is wild. So, Joe Collins has beef with Harry <laughs> Styles. Explain what I'm talking about. So Joan Collins, she's uh, <laughs> upset with Harry Styles because he blocked her from seeing Cher because he wouldn't get down from a table that was in front of her. So Cher performed Believe at the 2019 Met Gala. Ooh. And uh, Joan Collins is like, yeah, Harry Styles jumped on a table in front of her. Rude. She said, the sophisticated crowd. It's the Met Gala. 
you know, it's like they're a little snooty, a little high. And th- Cher gets up there singing, do you believe? And then she says the crowd it. went mm. wild. They stood up. They were cheering. And <laughs> Harry Styles jumped on the table in front of her. Oh. And you know what? She paid $30,000 for that seat. Well, I don't know if Joan paid it. That's how much the seats are. I'm not quite sure Joan paid that. There is a question here, though. When you go to a pop concert and somebody in front of you keeps jumping up, is it annoying? Yes. If you're not jumping up yourself, then it is a little bit annoying. But I would argue if you're not jumping up, you're probably not having a good time in any case. share. It is Cher. I mean, if Joan had politely said, Harry, please put that nice bottom on the seat so I can see, or do you want to switch seats so that you can stand behind me? I'm sure Harry would have been fine about it. But this one, Joan Collins, I love it. It is Cher. Joan, get up on the table, dance yourself. Okay, quickly before we get a break, Queen Elizabeth's childhood friend is slamming Meghan Markle, saying that she feels sorry for Harry. So (sighs) Queen Elizabeth's childhood friend, Lady Glencona, believes that Meghan Markle might have thought the royal life was all glitz and glam before she married Harry. She's 91 years old and she was one of the late Queen's maid of honours at a coronation. So she goes way, way back with the Queen. She claims that Meghan thought becoming a royal would all, will all be riding around in a gold coach and being treated like a, a movie star. Where she goes on to say, you know, it's actually extremely boring being a royal. Most of your days are spent meeting thousands of people that you're never going to meet ever again. And you have to do it with a smile. And she said, I feel very, very sad. And I feel sad for Harry. So I don't like people bashing Meghan. And I think here... She might have a point. If if somebody told me I was going to be a princess, a duchess, <laughs> I would think of gold carriages and palaces and tiaras. But every job, even a royal job, might not be quite as delicious as it seems. I'm going to say no more so I don't get in trouble with iHeart. OK, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Donnie Meacham. Hey, Donnie, let's get to the polls. Da, 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 da. Da. Thank you very much. Last show we talked about Britney Spears saying she did not write her memoir to offend anybody. Do you believe her or do you think Britney wanted revenge? Now, there are some really, really juicy parts to this book. Did she want revenge? What do you think? We didn't ask, should she want revenge? Because I think... The answer's yes. But did she want revenge? Let's have a look. Oh, 54% said yes. You do think there is some revenge here. I do too. And I'm actually not angry about that. No, she deserves it. Sweetie, Yes. call them out by name. Put their social security numbers out there. Whatever you need to do, call them out. Donnie, you'd give out their addresses, their Everything. emails, their phone numbers. Oh, if Everything. somebody upset you. If oh. somebody upset you, hold a grudge. Okay, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Ah. Well, Mauricio Emmaslater. They uh, made headlines because they were caught holding hands. And mm. people were like, ooh, Mauricio's already moved on. <laughs> this has gotten crazy. No, here's why they were holding hands, according to a source. So Mauricio now is, he's on Dancing with the Stars. And Emma is his Dancing with the Stars partner. They were having dinner in Beverly Hills. I guess they had a very emotional talk, an emotional conversation yes. at yes. dinner. So while leaving, they held hands leaving. And 
you know, connection over the emotional talk. I get it. But you know, I'm not I'm sure if I'm buying this because, <laughs> I, you know, I don't just hold hands. I wouldn't hold hands with a guy, you know, that you, it just doesn't get bad. Oh, I'm not buying it. Sorry. You don't buy it. I think not I buy, buy it. it. I no. went out with Misty on Friday. We missed you. On Saturday, we went out to celebrate her birthday. And I think at one point we ended up holding hands. You're like gay. We talked about something and gossiping. And like, oh, I just lent in, grabbed her hand. I think I buy it. I do think I no. buy it. It's a controversial one. Don't buy it, Donna. No. Okay, let's do our naughties of the day. Naughty, Gee. naughty, naughty. Paris Hilton is saying that she is really hurt over comments about her son's head, calling them cruel and hateful. So Paris shared a photograph of her eight-month-old son, Phoenix, and people made fun, said mean things about what the little boy looked like in these photographs. And Paris responded that her angel is perfectly healthy and just has a large brain. People are commenting that his head's too large. And then she went on to expand them and saying, living in the spotlight, comments are inevitable for her. But targeting my children, or anyone else for that matter, is unacceptable. She did say she was deeply hurt by yes. it. And she sort of put herself in a position, or at least explained the position that she's in, that she can't win. She said, if I don't post pictures of my baby, people think I'm not a good mother because I don't post pictures. But if I do post pictures, then you say hateful things about him. And she said, my son is the biggest blessing of my life. Let's all leave the kids alone. Yes. And let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you, you get, get a rub, rub. You, get a rub. you have not lived today. Unless you have done something for someone who can never repay you. What have you done today? What nice, kind thing have you done today to somebody who can never, ever repay you? Think about it. Hopefully, there's someone there. Hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Donnie Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be. Let me hear you. Nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.